Guys, my new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, just hit the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. It's ranking extremely high on Kindle and Audible, and I want to thank you guys for grabbing it. If you haven't bought it yet, here's what James Y. said in an Amazon review on March 8th. He said, literally, a step-by-step blueprint for conquering the world and building your own empire. Five stars. It's a verified purchase. He goes on to say, if you like doing things the hard way, don't read this book. For everyone else who appreciates someone showing you what to do and why it works step-by-step so you can rinse and repeat and accomplish the same results, read this book now in all caps. He then says, pro tip, stock up on highlighters while you're adding this to your Amazon cart, you'll be using them. This book should be required reading for every entrepreneur, startup or founder, business person, and human. Seriously, Nathan is not a kind of class that cuts through all the bull crap, he used a different word, to show you what you need to do and how to do it. If success came with an instruction manual, this book would be it. We'll be stocking up and handing these out as Christmas gifts to all my friends and colleagues. If I could give this book a six-star review, I would. From James, James, thank you. All you that listen to the podcast, thank you so much. SaaS founders are loving the book. Go grab an audible version right now at capitalistbook.com. Launched Lumen 5 in 2017 after he wanted to say, you know what? We want more longevity here. Our current business, Snipply, it's kind of flat at 80 grand a month in revenue. We want to go where the future is. And that's when he created Lumen 5. Again, video kind of at scale, uh, specifically using AI to put images and things behind text or blog posts that you might create to really, again, take advantage of the, the, the media content right now that's working, which is, again, is visual format. Growing rapidly, Bootstrap, 2,000 customers paying 50 bucks a month, about 100 grand per month in revenue right now. 12% logo churn. Obviously, has to figure that out, but they're running some experiments to do that. When they do spend money on CAC, it's 200 bucks on a $600 LTV. Uh, so healthy there, maybe a sign of things to come. His team of 11 based in Vancouver. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Michael Chang. He founded Snipply, a link sharing tool in 2014 and grew the user base to over 200,000 within three years. Now, responding to the decline of links and growth of video, Michael's team launched a new product, Lumen5, a video automation platform in 2017 and passed a million bucks in AR within 10 months of launch. We're going to talk about it today. Michael, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show. You bet. So back in October 25th of 2016, you came on and shared the story on the show of Snipply. You had passed at that point about a thousand customers. We're doing about 50 grand per month in revenue, but potentially as a sign of things to come, your churn was pretty high at about 6% per month. Walk us through again, just for remind people what Snipply did and, and how you sensed the decline of that company. And then I want to get into how, why you launched Lumen5. Yeah, so Snipply was a a tool that allows you to add call to actions to the links that you share. So if you want to share an article, maybe earned media, something on entrepreneur.com, you can add your own little snippet, your own call to action and a button linking people to where you want to go, which allows you to share links, but still drive conversions in exchange on third party content. And that worked out really well. Um, But I think we jumped into the industry on the tail end of the link sharing activity. So when we first when we chatted, link sharing was 
still kind of popular, but not nearly as popular as it was maybe three or four years before our first chats. Uh, and what, what ended up happening was a lot of these new social networks grew throughout the past few years, like Instagram, like Snapchat, where it's not really about sharing links. It's more about sharing multimedia content. Uh, and we kind of, because we were in the industry, we saw that coming. We knew that link sharing was on the decline, that people were increasingly favoring multimedia contents over just reading and clicking on links and leaving the apps. At the same time, we've got the, the big players like Facebook and Google wanting to increasingly keep content on their site using instant articles and Google AMP, which made it harder and harder for us to interact with third-party content. So in an effort to future-proof our business, we started playing around with some other ideas. Uh, and of course, multimedia content was one of the first things that came to mind. Interesting. So uh, I have to tell you, when my research team did this, the reason I wanted to have you back on is we were struggling with creating video content at scale and not just the original concept, but we would then need to launch 50 different versions to test in an AB format for ads and things. And this is your typical videos you see that do well. It's like an image or a moving background with a video with text over it and then a call to action at the end. It looks like Lumen 5 essentially uses AI and, and automates this. Tell us about the product. Yeah, that's right. So we ran into a very similar issue when promoting Snipply was we did exactly that. We needed these ad units. We needed to make videos. Something that's changed in the past few years that made the video landscape really interesting is you've got these Instagram stories, Snapchat stories that literally disappear after 24 hours. So you can no longer justify having hiring out a video team to produce a great, high-quality, superb video that just disappears after 24 hours. So we look to a more automated approach because that's really the only way you're going to be able to get out 60 different variations of ad units or a, a 24 stories a day kind of thing. Um, and so what we found was that the videos that people were favoring and consuming that were going viral were also very different from what they were before. These are not high-quality Super Bowl commercials. Yep. Like you've described, they are more like slideshows, which makes it really easy for us to build a product around because the simplicity of the video makes it easier for us to develop tools that can allow you to um, produce these videos at scale. So how the product works is that uh, you can drop in a link of a blog post or something like that, and we, um, using natural language processing, summarize a long article into a short piece, match it with uh, media files, so the system would detect that if you're talking about coffee, it's going to look through some of our media libraries, and we have both a free media, uh, media library and a premium media library, so that's like Unsplash, Pixabay kind of stuff, but also Getty and Storyblocks media files available. So it indexes coffee, matches it up, and you have your perfect video right there. You can do the same with ads. So A-B testing videos have traditionally been very difficult because it's expensive to produce videos. But with the style of videos that we're helping people produce at a very low cost, people can now mass produce these videos and test different messaging. Um, as you probably know, if you run ads, the first two or three seconds is so important. So being able to dynamically change those text, change aspect ratio without having to rebuild the entire video, uh, a lot of the work is really done in the system itself. One thing we've identified is that scene length is very challenging. So the whole system calibrates each scene to the average reading speed based on the language of the video that you're creating. And so if you're making an English video, it calibrates the number of characters and words to the average English reading speed and so forth. So there's a lot of uh, opportunities for machine learning and AI to make the video creation process very efficient and affordable. If I've got five pieces of visual content that I want to each appear for three seconds in the background, and then I have three sentences of text that I want to appear on top of those, you know, same piece of visual content, that visual content might be a screenshot 
screenshot of last month's income report, plus a three second clip of me speaking on stage with everybody clapping, plus then an end call to action or something. Can I upload my own media assets to put behind the words or no, I have to use your kind of, you know, sourced files based off the text you're sensing in the article or the document. Yeah, you can absolutely upload your own files. And what we see with the more successful users is that it's really difficult to use exclusively your own, your own assets and produce videos at scale. Because you can only, there's a limited amount of time that you can go out there and capture footage and, and take photos and whatnot. So what people do is they mix and match. So they'll have a footage of their own. That's the anchor piece of the video. And then they'll use stock media around it to tell the stories. So if you're talking about like uh, startups or growth or conference, you don't really need to capture your own footage. There's a lot of stock media that can help you communicate those stories. And then halfway through, you put in one of your own raw footage that you've captured to add that personal touch. Interesting. Uh, so what we see is that it's a mix. Okay. And what's revenue today? Uh, revenues. Um, so we just passed a million when I submitted a request for run rate. So we're about a hundred thousand US dollars a monthly recurring revenue. That's great. So a hundred thousand bucks you launched in 2017 a year ago. How many customers are you at now? Um, we're at about 2000. 2000. And where did most of these guys come from? Did you just upsell these people that were already using Snipply or are these new users to Lumen altogether? I think the, the first hundred or maybe first couple hundred was probably Snipply, uh, email blast, getting people just coming, coming up with a beta user. And, and I recommend this for anyone else who's listening. If you previously have a product and you're launching a new product, make sure that there's some synergy between the two. For us, Snipply users were the perfect Lumen 5 users. Snipply users were the people who were sharing links and are now trying to adapt to a multimedia world. And we built a multimedia solution. So it was the perfect sell to introduce it to them. But since then, I think we've grown organically the same way we've done with Snipply. Building a product in the marketing industry is really interesting because all of our users and customers also have their own blogs and podcasts. So they love talking about new tools that they've discovered. And so there's a lot of evergreen content out there that talks about, you know, top five tools you have to try, yep. uh, top three tools and, and whatnot. Um, and that's how we've acquired a lot of our customers and users. And Bootstrap, Michael, or have you raised? Yeah, still bootstrapping. Uh, it, it feels very different running Lumen 5 now because it's funded by Snipply. So Snipply was truly bootstrapped. What's it down no to money. now, by the way? Snipply was 50 grand a month. What's it shrunk to? It's it's actually growing. So it's 80K. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we, we wanted to future-proof our business because we know that it's probably not going to be around for the next five to 10 years, but it's not so urgent. You know, links are still being shared. It's not that it's not valuable anymore. It's just we want to build something big yeah. and we, we didn't want to be limited by a market on the decline, but it hasn't declined that rapidly. And it's been great because it allowed us to be more aggressive with investing in technology, hiring, growing the team with simply we're a team of four with Lumen five. We've grown to a team of 11, 11 total uh, or just on Lumen five. 11 on, on Lumen 5, just on Lumen 5. Okay, so then you have another four on Snipply still? No, no, no. The, the four was, has pivoted along. It's the same team, same company, same founders. So same who's running Snipply right now if 11 people are on Lumen 5? Mostly no one. Okay, so it's just kind of doing its thing. Yeah, that's right. And okay. we still provide like customer support and, and, and touch-ups and whatnot, but we haven't developed new features or anything like that for some time. Why not sell it? It's crossed our mind, but it's it's a great revenue stream to help us fund Lumen5. It also takes a decent amount of effort to sell a company. Uh, and all of our focus is just on Lumen5 right now. Managing the growth has been interesting. It's a good problem to have, but rendering videos requires a lot more technicality than than simply helping people produce links. Yeah, my bet is after people listen to this interview, you're going to have 7,000 people wanting to buy the company. That's just the audience that we have. So if you get a good <laughs> deal, I want I want 2% deal. Or I'll be in touch with you. No, I'm just kidding, Michael. <laughs> no, but I, I do I do think that would be an interesting strategy if you could quickly get a sale done and bring a couple you know extra million bucks in the company 
then you're still bootstrapped, but it's essentially like a raise, uh, but it's not actually diluting you guys at all. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely on the table. We just haven't had the time to explore that. Option. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And then are you all based in Vancouver or are you spread out? All Vancouver. All Vancouver. Very good. And then walk me through churn on the new product. What's it at? Churn's really interesting. So churn is even higher right now. So we're we're at about 12% churn. One thing that we've identified- That's logo is that churn per month? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's hot. Well, we want it to be in the single digits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, 12% uh, is too high. You want to get down to like 2 or 3%. But Yeah, it is, it is, it is high. Um, so what we found is that a lot of people have these one-off projects. So they want to create one video for their project, and then they'll cancel the month after. So there's a, there's a certain segment of our user base that are ongoing video creators. These are the people who are committed to social media. They're doing Snapchat, Instagram stories, and whatnot. Um, and we're trying to figure out a pricing model that works for that, where people can use it on a one-off basis, but people can also use it on a recurring basis. But a lot of our churn comes from people who just want to create four videos a year. Have you given them any reason to have to keep paying you or want to keep paying you when they're not creating a video? Things like potentially like analytics or, or other, you know, hey, we'll store your media assets for you, you know, things like that. What we're investing right now is in content and education. I think there's I mean, people who are really deep into the social media space know the power of stories, know the power of social, sharing videos every day. Uh, I think it's our job to establish ourselves as a thought leader and show people the impact and case studies of why you should be sharing videos every day. So that's what we're doing right now. Um, we don't really do anything in the analytics vein right now, but still we feel like the problem is in the education and the desire to be able to see the impact of sharing videos on a regular basis as opposed to these one-off projects that we're seeing. And that's more of a traditional mindset. You know, you're not going to go out and produce a video every day, you're probably going to make a video every quarter. Um, most people are not doing super heavy ad optimization and stuff like that. Uh, but I do what we moved into this industry for is that it's a growing trend. And I think it, it's a matter of time before people realize that videos are much more valuable than any other forms of content. And they'll continue to share more. Of it. Uh, what's your fully weighted CAC right now for new customers on Lumen5? It's, that's also an interesting question. I think we talked about it simply as well. When we grow organically, it's really hard to calculate CAC. We've run some ads to, to try and uh, on, on our efforts with ads, it's about $200 CAC on a $600 lifetime value. But it's also really hard to calculate because we haven't been around that long. So lifetime value just goes up as the months go by. Um, but other than that, we haven't really explored too many growth strategies. Simply is a great source of leads and just users coming through. Uh, but also with users coming through evergreen contents, uh, these are earned media. and We don't have a clear idea on what CAC looks like. Mm -hmm. well, why not just take whatever team on the 11 is dedicated towards creating that organic content, taking the monthly salary and dividing by new customers added per month? That's spot. Well, I could do that. I could pop it into an Excel, but I don't have that number with me. Do you have, so of the 11 people, how many are focused on just writing content or any kind of content marketing? <sighs> zero, zero. Okay, so then how do you create, co come on, Michael, I don't believe you. Then how do you create, you said all your thing comes with organic marketing. Earn how media. do people find Earn you? Media. Huh? Earn media. Earn media. What's so these are people writing about us. So earlier when I said every marketer, every customer has blogs and podcasts, that's where they come from. Got it, it's got it, got it. And, five. and I think that virality started with Snipply, that initial user So it's base. not your blog, it's their blogs. No, it's other yeah, people's. it's not our blog. It's not our blog. Got and it. And so another thing is also we love building products that have an end product that people share. Simply was a good example of that. You create a Snipply link, you share that. It has a Snipply logo on it. Same thing happens with Lumen5. You create a Lumen5 logo. We have a free plan. You can create unlimited videos for free. They share that video. It has a Lumen5 logo on it. It. So the product itself has a hint of reality in it as well. Yeah, no, that's great. Obviously a great thing to have built on the business. Very good. Um, going to stay bootstrap for a while. Any plans to raise or no? 
we've thought about it, but it, it's going good so far. We've got good cash flow. And I think CAC is a big part of that. I think a lot of fundraising is you want to have that formula. You want to know exactly where you're going to invest the money in. Right now, we have a lot of growth experiments that we want to run to come up with that CAC so we can go to investors and say, hey, let's pump a couple million dollars into these three growth strategies. And I think uh, it'll take me at least six months before I can figure that out. Which test are you most itching to run? Are you most excited about running? I think what we want to do is I, I like the virality angle. I want to inc- introduce some sort of referral. Uh, you know, instead of giving free users unlimited videos, we could do something like a, hey, you can create 10 videos, but if you sh- share it to two friends, you can then unlock the ability to create unlimited videos. Uh, that's quite exciting to me. That way we can associate each user with a virality value coefficient and whatnot. And, and we can extrapolate what that looks like. Uh, right now we don't have that. Um, just a lot of technical challenges on the platform. We haven't gotten around to building growth oriented. Yeah, you have to pick and choose. Yeah. Very good. And Michael, what's your background by nature? Remind me, engineering or or business? Design. 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 So um, most of my work life has been in business, but by school, by trade, I I studied design, user experience, digital media. I can tell. Lumen5, it's it's a beautifully designed site. So (laughs) nice work there. All right, let's let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um. I, I just ordered Predictable Revenue. I don't know. I, I've just heard so many recommendations from it. I've read like summaries of it. I, I like I like where it's going. Um, the last answer I gave was the Steve Jobs biography. I just I like the, his life story, bouncing back. Uh, still one of my favorite, I'd say. Okay, very good. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Yeah, I just I, I met the Unbound CEO, um, and I'll let you guys Google him and figure yeah, him out. Holly, right. Still- yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, there's there's a couple of them. Okay. Um, they're they're all fascinating. Uh, lately, I've just been reading up on bootstrap stories because that's the direction we're going in. Um, so lots of interesting things to learn there. I think. Number three, what is your favorite online tool for building a business? Who favorite online tool? Uh, I've recently picked up Canva, and I've just found it to be so fascinating because I come from a design background, uh, and I use Photoshop and Sketch and a lot of complicated software. But Canva just makes everything so easy. Graphic design, and they inspire us too because we want to do uh, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I was going to say this is a product that I'm shocked Canva has not invented. I have had talked to so many people that said Canva should do this with video. They just haven't done it for whatever reason. They just have other priorities. So I think y- y- you're ahead of the curve right now. It's great. <laughs> There's so much work to do for images. I can see why they haven't done it. Oh, of video. course, of course. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I try to get seven. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Single. Sing- no kiddos? No. All right. Number uh, And last question here. How old are you, Michael? 29 in two weeks. Oh, congratulations. That's exciting. <laughs> and take us back. Last question. Take us back to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish you knew? Oh, wow. Um, well, I, I think... I, I built a lot of businesses when I was in my younger years that are more uh, web design agencies and, and you know offline businesses a lot of times face-to-face. I, I wish I knew the importance of scale, the ability to just sell a product without geographic boundaries. That was way before I got into tech. Uh, if I knew the importance of tech and digital, I would have probably gone into engineering. I think that would have helped me a lot as well. Uh, that's what I would tell my 20 year old self. Guys, there you have it. Importance of scale. Maybe learn some engineering earlier on, but it seems to be doing pretty well. Launched Lumen 5 in 2017 after he wanted to say, you know what? We want more longevity here. Our current business, Snipply, it's kind of flat at 80 grand a month in revenue. We want to go where the future is. And that's when he created Lumen 5. Again, video kind of at scale, uh, specifically using AI to put images and things behind text or blog posts that you might create to really, again, take advantage of the, the, the media content right now that's working, which is, again, is visual format. Growing rapidly, Bootstrap 2,000 customers 
customers paying 50 bucks a month, about 100 grand per month in revenue right now. 12% logo churn, obviously has to figure that out, but they're running some experiments to do that. When they do spend money on CAC, it's 200 bucks on a $600 LTV. Uh, so healthy there, maybe a sign of things to come. His team of 11 based in Vancouver. Michael, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much for having me.